Lord, we thank you for allowing us in your presence. Lord, I've been having these prayer calls or evening calls talking to you or talking to your people uh, with you in presence and asking you to confirm these things to your people, Lord, that they might understand. And Lord, it's been getting very long messages and I'm trying, Lord, to do my best to to shorten the, the discussion. I'd like to begin tonight with that process. And Lord, I'd like to keep it below 15 minutes if I can. But Lord, I'd like to make sure your people are understanding what's about to happen. Father, it's very clear that the war is, is on our doorstep. And people should know this. They should know that the war has already begun. And Lord, it's a war that they're not under understanding or they're not prepared for. And Lord, it's like in World War II, the war didn't start when everybody thinks it started with the invasion of Austria and these, these things. Lord, it started with the planning of the war, the correlation between the Crown Trust and Hitler and the meetings in South America and Argentina and so forth that planned it all out. And, you know, because they even exiled Hitler to South America. People don't want to believe that, but I've heard that from people very high in the system. Lord, it's an open, dark secret that the Crown Trust is doing this, and it's an open, dark secret that this war is coming. Now, my point in bringing that up tonight is the other night I spoke on the number 70, and it was kind of a a long talk, but yet it's a very important number, and I um, was unable. It was a little bit disruptive night. We had a lot of things going on, and um, it was not focused like it should be to understand the importance of that great number. And Lord, I'd like to highlight a couple points of that. And I would like to <clears throat> confirm that I will be sending out, I, I've got to get it finished, but I will be sending out uh, a short writing on the number 70 and what it means for us at this time, because it's very important that we understand your use of that number and what it really testifies to. And it's very important, and it's it's really interesting, Lord, even in... Um, Prophetic words, you're seeing this, dear Lord, and people don't seem to grasp this. As Lord, in Zechariah 14.1, as I've warned the people that all the nations are united together, they're all underneath the crown trust and they're all coming. The Vatican does not run the crown trust. The, Va- the Vatican is run by the crown trust. It was taken over uh, at least in by the 1900s, or excuse me, by the 1800s, uh, during a time probably of the Napoleon events. But Lord... The Vatican was utilized that after that. It was it was really strategized, and they brought forth the the Federal Reserve later. But they first they brought forth the Vatican Bank and us paying our IRS taxes and taxes into that. Uh, first it was property taxes, and then it was everything else. And Lord, they signed over the nation uh, to these the Crown Trust through the Vatican Bank that the Rothschild family runs. So Lord, we pray that people begin to grasp that concept. I'm saying that because they must understand, we must believe the scriptures are very real and they're very accurate. Lord, it's interesting when people go to heaven, many people have gone there, that Lord, you've taken them and let them see. And one thing they see is that they're continuing to study the the Bible. Uh, There's teachings going on all the time because the people are learning the knowledge of the words. And the more you learn the knowledge of the words, the more you learn the ways of doing the way of the words. And it's very interesting that the people in heaven, they say, know what's going on on the earth, but they're, they're not interested. 
because they they understand that the people are coming to to a judgment and they they are interested i'm not meaning that they're not interested what i'm meaning is they're focused on the kingdom because by focusing on the kingdom they actually help us to overcome and i believe that many of the things they do enable the lord to do things like give these prophetic words and give these visitations to people and so forth for the benefit of the kingdom because they are very much interested everybody is the the ones that are in paradise and so on we're all interested in bringing forth the kingdom of god we on earth do not understand it nor do we seek it but they certainly do because they understand it paul testifies and they have to understand it because Paul testifies in 2 Corinthians 12, 1 to 4, that the people up there are hearing the words of God. And in the words of God is all your works. So they're focused upon your works. And even when people go there, Lord, they, they testify that when you brought them there, Lord, they see this light. And the light is when they get to the light, there's a feeling that comes upon them of absolute joy, rest, confidence, understanding. And Lord, people can't learn the knowledge of truth and the download, and that's why they're always learning there. Father, they, they understand these things, and they think what is to us, uh, to them, it is foolishness to us. But they look at us, dear Lord, and, and understand that the foolishness that we're going through. And the tragedy is that they know that once they're there, they can't overcome anything. You know, we must decide now if we're going to overcome these things because at the separation judgment, it's too late. It's too late. And we're coming to the separation judgment. First, we're coming to the war and the war that you're going to intervene. But you're going to intervene because of the people who get sanctified, meaning they turn to your words and they come against, um, they go forth in the way of the words. As the words overcome the world. The words give peace. The words give this feeling of joy. The words give this light that causes us all to shine. If these people in heaven, many of them see people in heaven who glow like a light. Well, how are they glowing like a light? It's because the words have entered them and the words are for the gloriousness of the kingdom, the righteous works of the kingdom. And the more you study and seek and do the way of the words, the more you refine yourself in the knowledge of the words, the knowledge of the truth, the knowledge of doing the way of the words to enable the promises that you've prepared from before the foundations of the world that the Father prepared that you give us the right to call upon, that you enable us to understand, that you pour out your spirit upon us. And Lord, we don't understand that you know all things. And Lord, all time, time is irrelevant in heaven. Like you took me, dear Lord, uh, from a, a room. And Lord, you took me back to see the creation when it was made. And I saw the earth and it was uh, surrounded by fire. There was a ring of fire around it. And now we know that there's a ring of ice around it. And as I've told people, I believe that that is the testimony. Because you gave us the word when, at, after the flood. After the flood, you gave us the word that you would not allow the flood to overtake the world again. And you showed us the sign of the rainbow. But if the sign of the rainbow is there, it also means that you're going to bring the earth to correction. And the way you do that is to surround it like a wedding ring. Of ice. There's 200 mile of ice, they say. So, Lord, what you're saying is, is a ring of ice around the earth now instead of the ring of fire. Although fire could be on the outside of it, it could be even in that ice because brimstone is like that. It has the fire inside of it. 
But you put the ice there because, dear Lord, ice means correction. It brings us to the cold correction, which is what we have to have, which means that that, oh, that is symbolizing your promise. Your promise is that all men would become in the correction. You would cause the flood not to be able to overcome the world again. And the border around it is a testimony that you will not allow the waters from below to come up above it. Because the ice is there as a promise. The ice is there symbolizing that you have given a promise that the flood cannot pass through. You set a border and it cannot cross over. So no longer can the floods come up from below. So the only flood that can come is that Satan, when you cast him down, the flood comes from his mouth. And that's the flood we must overcome. We must overcome the beast. Let's overcome his image, the, the, his number, and his mark. All those things we must overcome at this time, the four things. Because what is that symbolizing? Symbolizing his counsel, his attempt to overtake the world. He can never overcome God. He thinks he can. He thinks he can overcome you, but he cannot because you, you put that ring of ice around. God did that for us. So the floods from below cannot come up. That's the testimony. The ice ring that we see around the whole earth that they will not tell you about is that promise. It's symbolizing that promise. So that's that issue. <clears throat> I just want to make that clear. I want to make that clear because I want to make a point. There is a North Pole, but there's no South Pole. There is what we call a South Magnetic because it circles the earth. The whole outside border, there is no Antarctica continent. But people have testified and friends have studied this and they're saying that people have testified there's a uh, continent right at the North Pole that it's not like we think at all. Now, because they will not let you go there and they, you know, they lie to us about everything like the earth being round and our ball is not, it's round. I saw it, it is round. I when you know, and the problem we have is when we look at things and we've been taught certain things, we look at it with those eyes. Even when God shows us the truth, it takes a while for the truth to sink into us. But in time, he causes that to come to us because he revealed it so that we would see it at some point. And he took me to the firmament. I looked down on the earth and saw that it was round, but it wasn't a ball. I now know that. Because what I was looking at was all the continents. That's why I couldn't understand the layout. But I wasn't looking at a ball. I was looking at a round earth that was circled by fire, which I believe at the time of Noah, that was changed to have the ice around it. Because it was no necessary for the ice pillar for that. And in fact, the floods came up over the earth edge and, and came into the earth. And the flood waters went way above the earth, above the highest mountain. So we know that that's how it came. And it came from the abyss and brought it up. And it took out those that were evil out of the water. They were washed out because the water, the ocean water symbolizes the evil, the, the people who are of the, of the evil. And they, they made the earth evil. And that's what the seashell, and you see the people, they're, they're, you know, they take the seashell like the queen has this on her um, royal carriage. They have the... The, the man of the sea, he's got a fishtail. The four, four guys on each of the corner of the royal state coach has the, uh, they're, they're, they're fishmen. I mean, they have serpent or what they call fishtails and they joined at the bottom and then they, they look like humans with their beards. They look like they're from the sea and they are. That's what's symbolizing. 
Uh, two in the front are blowing horns. But on the front of the Queen's uh, Roman rowboat, uh, Roman boat barge for her Jubilee years celebration, she had the face there on each side and her seal in the middle. You know, so it's her justice and her way of good, they call it. Um, and it was, she was, and the, the, they call it old man themes, but it's really the, the God of the seas on each face of the God of the seas on both sides. And the beard was formed into uh, seashells. And it was, so it's hearing the word in the hair. The hair is an antenna. So it's hearing the word not from heaven above, but from the sea below. So they're getting their word for the devil. That's what the devil's designed them to do. And they're unwise enough to think that this is wise. It's not wise. It's it's foolish. And they're, they're doing it that way. Now, that's just showing you that the South is that. And I want to say why I'm saying this. Because if you go back at the word 70, the number 70, when we go back to Genesis 10, and the Lord gives all these people their lands, their nation, you know, their nations, their land, their nations, and he gave them their languages. And there were 70 of them. And from them, all of us come. All the nations have come from derivatives of that to where the UN now is 170 some nations or whatever it is. But it's very interesting. Like, for example, I'll give you an example of this. When the Lord spoke to this boy, if, if this is from the Lord, which I believe it might be, it sure seems like it was that he did give them, he did meet, uh, he went his 15 minutes into heaven, they say. And the boy came back and he says that he knows, he was shown what's going to happen. He talks about the, all the UN is coming against him, against Israel. And this is very true because the UN is all the nations are united. As I've testified, I've been in meetings at the darkest top side of these, the One World Order, or the, the Crown Trust's dark side, the Knights of Templar and, and them that do all this evil stuff, run the terrorists, run the mobs, run the drugs, all those things all over the world. They're all united. They run the whole world, not just America. This is what they do. Washington runs all the armies in the world. They're responsible for all the, coordinating all the armies. They don't do it necessarily out of Washington, but they do it in their underground cities like in uh, from Orlando to Tampa and other places. They run the whole world armies in China and Russia and them are all united in it. And the Lord said that all the UN, what the boy was saying is, is he was told all the UN is coming. Then he says the 70 nations are coming. 70 nations are That's all the nations. That's exactly what the Lord is saying in Zechariah um, 14 and 1, when he says all the nations are going to come. He's talking about from the beginning, after the flood, there were 70 nations. And from them, all these other things spring. But there are 70 base nations. That's what God gave. And then he spread them, dispersed them over the world. Because, see, they didn't want to go to where he dispersed them on the earth. They didn't want to go to those places. They wanted to unite and make their own name when name means a work. So what we have today, when we say all the nations, it's the same as saying the 70 nations. Even though the UN is 170-some nations or so, 140, 170, however you want to make it, it's the 70 nations from the beginning. Even though we say 10 kingdoms at this time, because the UN, I mean, the Crown Trust has split the world into 10 kingdoms. Outside of those 10 kingdoms is their kingdom, 
which has three cities. The three cities is the Vatican and um, the Vatican City, Washington, D.C., and London. They also have um, an operation in the city of Paris called the Paris Club and so on. It's all within their area. So they have areas that they've set aside as sovereign. You can't touch those areas. They're set aside under our monthly laws being part of the UN, I mean, a part of the Crown Trust, just like they have the um, bank, International Settlement Bank. That land, that building, and that rooms that they have belong to the Crown Trust. Nobody can touch it. So around the world, they have those, but there's three very powerful. You got the the politics, the taxation, the economy being run through the Vatican Bank, but operated from London by the Crown Trust. They govern over everything. And then the issuances of all the currencies and the accounting of all those currencies is done under the ground in the underground city in Edinburgh, Scotland. So these are things that they're hiding from the people of what they do. But this should help you to understand when the Lord speaks in Genesis 10 about 70 nations, that's the same as saying in Zechariah 14, 1, all the nations are coming together. The United Nations, all nations means United Nations. And they're all coming. They all work for the Crown Trust. And I'd, I'd like to show another thing that we see in Daniel 11, chapter 11, is why I brought up the north and south. We know from uh, Job 26-7 that the walls of the firmament are called the north. So everything, all the nations within that is called the north country. All the world nations, because the devil controls the world right now. But it's being taken away from him. He was kicked out of his heaven. He's down to the the third heaven, us. You know, there's the heaven, uh, what they call the third heaven is us. The Excuse me. The first heaven is us. The second heaven was uh, Satan's shadow of death. The third heaven was paradise. And the fourth one is the capstone, which is where the throne of God is now set up. Because it tells you in Ezekiel 1 that God's holy throne is above the firmament. Above the top of the firmament. That's why the firmament is is a pyramid in design. I've explained this all in the book of Testimony Numbers. And they mock everything. You have to understand that everything Satan does is to mock us and confuse us from seeing the truth. So he symbolizes everything because God says that all the creation bears witness to his truth. It bears witness to his truth so we can see this. And... So when you talk about the word 70, and I I talked to you about the greatness of the word 70, how it is representative of the eye and how it's representative of the wine, eternal plan of God, and so on. See, they're all going to come against Israel. And when you're talking about Israel, you notice that the Lord also says Israel is, is the victorious governors of God. Now, yes, they're coming into the land of Israel. But God is going to, I mean, what, when God is saying that, he's also clarifying that he's coming against all his elect all over the world. Because that is who is Israel, the vicarious ones. Right now, those people couldn't be described in anything other than Jacob. Because Jacob is the one zealous to build the king, bring forth the kingdom. Israel is the ones building the kingdom, but if they don't have the words, they're not building the kingdom yet. They're, they got milk knowledge and so forth. So that's why the nation's going to be overrun. And God is not really talking just about the nation of Israel itself. And that's why he says Jerusalem, everybody's going to want Jerusalem. What is Jerusalem? Jerusalem is the foundation of peace that's built upon his words, the wine of God. His words have the generational plan of God. If you go to Psalms 119, the whole book, 
The whole chapter of Psalms 119 is talking about the words of God, the laws and so forth. And and each one, he goes through the 22 letters. And when he goes through these 22 letters, there's he gives eight verses on each one of those 22 letters. 22 symbolizes the key. And David is explaining the key is the words of God and doing them and keeping the ways of the law. And then the 22 letters... Each one of those letters has a symbolical meaning. Like seven is the ways of the seven spirits of God and so forth. The first one is the fear of God, a separation, you know, separating from the world. If you follow those eight verses for each one of the letters, they perfectly match the work of each one of the numbers because each letter is symbolic of a number. It's like you're counting one, one to 22 in this case by the alphabet. 22 is the key. So what what he's showing is this, and I'll, I'll have to do a, some kind of writing on this to help people understand. But when they do that, God is saying in each one of these keys, the summation of all this knowledge, because there's deep knowledge in there that David explains in each one of those. And each one has eight verses. And each way is the, you know, eight is the regeneration. It's It's the wine. It's the eternal life. It's the peace. So if we keep these ways and learn them, then we will understand it. Jesus says, I am the, you know, I am he who holds the key to David. What I lock can't be closed. And what I unlock can't, I mean, what I unlock can't be closed and what I lock can't be open. And God, he's coming to make the separation judgment. And he's going to have a famine of word and you will not be able to get the words just like he took the words away from those at Tower of Babel. They had their languages. They had their instructions to go throughout the world, but they would not go. They wanted to make their own nation, so they gathered together in one valley, one place over there, and tried to make their own. Using God's words, they tried to make their own. But God confused their minds and took away the knowledge, just like he's going to do it this time. Because these people believe that they can create the light by overcoming chaos, by constitutions and all these other things, by you know overthrowing the admiralty law. There's nothing that God wants out of any of that. What he wants us to do is learn the words because when you have that light of the words and the greater the light shines in you, the greater your love is, the greater your your grasp of everything is and the greater the confidence you have, greater the faith you have. And these things don't matter and they can't overcome you because the light protects everything away. See, in the beginning, God gave us that the fire around us. It was all there for us if we would have sought it. He told, you know, came when he slew Abel, or when he was criticizing Abel. He was saying to him, if you do not do good, will you be rewarded? God wants to reward us with light. The light is like a fire in your eye, meaning it's, it's living. It's a living word. And it's able to overcome everything. I'm going to stop with this. I just wanted to give you a, a brief. I'm, I'm more than 15 minutes again tonight. I'm very sorry. I want, to, I want to start beginning just to give you simple things quickly. But you need to know that all the nations are about ready to come to war. And I believe they're going to start it um, differently. They're going to start it like Russia and those things. and people Because they want to make people believe these are nations against nations. It's not. They're all united. Russia, China, and America are all united together. And they overcame the people. That's what I was going to explain a few minutes ago about the South. See, the South is those nations that God planned. And what has happened when he says UN, 
He's meaning United Nations. In other words, they left the calling that they've been given to do by God. He set them up, and in each nation, they were to come to the knowledge of truth and unite together and do good for each other and not make war with anybody. That was God's plan with with the tribes. He gave them that, but they didn't do that. They did that, and after that, he confused their minds, and when he confused their minds, it allows the devil to enter them. In other words, he's going to test them continuously and lure them away until they even kill one another. And what God is saying is the nations that had sovereignty, you know, he gave them these nations, but the United Nations took it away from them. The crown overreached her authority and dominion, and I'm saying the crown her because in the law of the sea treaty that they all secretly signed, just like they secretly signed that you cannot go to the edge of the, of the, they call it Antarctica. It's not Antarctica. It's not a continent. It's the whole outer edge of the earth. You don't get a flight there. You can't get a ship there. They won't let you go there. They'll keep you from going there. And they all, all the leaders signed an agreement to do this, to block the people from that knowledge. They forced us in to do banking. And most nations don't even understand it to go there. They don't even try. They don't understand the, the basis of it or what it is. But it's been proven it's there. Now, the nations that are to the south is all the nations. So the Lord is saying, like he sent Abram out to see the other nations. He sent the people of Israel, out the 70 people down into Egypt to see the nation's ways and to decide that you want to turn to God. And it's it's like you come, the north is supposed to be the world, but it's supposed to be the kingdom of God, not the world as it is. See, the walls of the firmament decide who goes up and who goes down. So God is wanting us to come to the north, but not in the way of the world. He wants us to come through the way of the east. The east is the direction of the kingdom of heaven. The firmament is there. And he says we're going to shine like the firmament in Daniel 12, 2 to 3. And like the stars forever, but the firmament is judging us. It's there to judge us. We should want to take the narrow path, which is straight up from the center of the earth. It's called the North Pole. <laughs> that is when, when they go above the earth and you start going up, you see down on the North Pole. I mean, you're seeing down straight down on the earth from heaven. So that's why it's like the North. You know, that's why he calls it the North. The work is he wants us to go to the North. He wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of truth. I've explained it, all the lots of things about truth, even the physical design of the whole creation, it's called truth because all his works are done in truth. That's why it's called truth because everything that God made is within this. He says outside of truth, there's nothing and no one. Okay, um, I appreciate your time on this. And what, what I was just trying to say is that, that the South, all the nations, they basically just started destroying and that's why Dan, Daniel 11, people don't understand how the king of the south came against them, and he overran them, the king of the north. See, the crown trust has been overrunning these people for years, for hundreds of years now. They've been overrunning the people who tried to establish democracy and liberties, good nations like Poland. Every time they try to do it, they kill the leaders. Everybody that tries to go and make a sovereign nation that's living in order I mean, the best they know how of God, but they won't bring, you know, God wants them to separate and bring into the knowledge of truth. If they dedicate themselves to learn the scriptures and come to knowledge of truth, God will set them apart. That's why he's looking for nations right now. Nation, a nation. Because he wants them to be as one. Because he says he's going to cause them to walk in one pure language, Zephaniah 3, nine, at this time. So he's going to cause them to change. 
But the people of the South are the ones who have been over destroying. It's like the KGB, the, the real KGB in Russia was trying to set themselves up as a democracy. And the Crown trusted everything to destroy them and bring them down, financing people. It was like they did in China with Mao Zedong and everything. They, they destroyed the basic Chinese. You know, God had let them rise up and the Crown Trust overthrew them, not God. They overthrew them. Now, these people got overthrown because of the weaknesses of sin. It's like the Chinese families, the, you know, they, they were weak in that they, you know, took the gold and uh, wanted to make their own ability, ability and prosperity. And they hid it from their people. They weren't just in that. But everybody that rises up against them for their own nation, whether it's, you know, um, Gaddafi or whatever, you know, at least he was providing um, health insurance for the people and so forth. They destroyed them. Anybody that wants to do good for people, they're going to destroy because they don't want that. They got a plan to destroy huge numbers of people, 7 billion people, as I've told you. So the South is those people rising up to defend their nations against this one world order. And they've been destroyed repeatedly. All through history, you see them destroy them, destroy them. And, you know, of course, they come out and talk evil about them. They say, oh, they, these guys were terrible. They were evil. They were going to kill us. They're going to bomb us. They're... And now we know most of that's none of that's true. They were trying to defend themselves from this. It's like all through the 90s, they had personal experience that the government was blocking. Taiwan had tons of gold available and deposited in all kinds of countries. They would not allow them to utilize that to grow and powerful. Instead, they want to bring them under their order. They stole the gold, and now they want to match them up with China. But after they've taken over the Chinese leadership and after they took over the Russian leadership and put Putin in charge, and when you talk about Obama being Gog, he's not really Gog. Gog is he who controls the gold and silver, which is Rothschild. But the face of Rothschild is the person who runs America. They run the world army. You know, it's all deceit, but the, the world army is here. So he's the face of it. He's not, you know, he's, they say he's doing, he's doing what he's told to do, Obama is. The crown trust, the little horn is behind him. That's why it says in Daniel 7 that he conquered three big nations. And with them, they control their other people, the other seven. I remember that in 1960s, they split the world officially into 10 kingdoms. So our sovereignty has been lost for a long time. I sat in a meeting in 2002 that already, I mean, they were already united as one was Canada, Russian, I mean, excuse me, Canada, USA, and Mexico was one nation at that time, one kingdom. It wasn't Mexico and United States and, and Canada. The DHS treated it as one. They ran all those borders. They ran the political leaders and the DHS reports to the Crown Trust. So that is the South. The South is all those people who were trying not to let this one United Nation come forward and control the world. And all those people were destroyed, taken over. And the KGB was put away. And the new KGB that's there is not really... KGB. It's really just an extension of the Crown Trust Security Services, whether you call it the, the DHS or you call it the, you know, the Secret Service of Russia or the Secret Service of um, Saudi Arabia or the Secret Service of, you know, the Mossad of Israel, the rest of it. It's all one. They're all one. All united, they're coming against. Even Israel is coming against its own people. The Lord says it's coming against the land of Israel. You know, they're going to come and they want that city. The city is, why they want the city is because the city is established by God 
to be the place where the foundation of peace is going to be, where the word is going to go out from. And they can't stop that. They're trying to. And they want to bring their own religions and they want to bring their own Messiah. But the Messiah that has come, he's, he has come. But understand that Jesus is alive in his words because he is. He, had, he was given the words by God and the words have the omnipresent spirit of God. So Jesus is in his words and he can appear anywhere in heaven. He's right there by the Father, but he can also be here. It's like he is he's everywhere the spirit of god is at this time and many people have had visitation so on because that's the omnipresent spirit of god by his word he can do these things he came and stood beside um, dimitri dudeman in israel and said here's the armies are going to come in this way and so on but understand it's the whole world coming against his people and he's coming again. The whole world is coming against not just those people, anybody who believes in the Lord. So you need to be set apart by his words that they cannot overcome. And that's the critical part of this message. And I just wanted you to understand this. Number 70 is very important. You need to understand it because we are in the Daniel's 70th week. You know that we are in that time frame where the 70th week is about to come forth. We're still in the, the finishing of the 69, that gap time until the Lord's morning rises which he'll roll for seven years people are waiting for the rapture no you got to be refined first and you can't be refined and go before the i mean you can't be refined without the words that's what causes you to shine entrance of his words gives light that's the light you have to shine uh, to go before god i thank you for your time and i pray that this is helpful in understanding the importance of what these 70 nations represent it's the same today. They never change. That's a root of all the nations is there. And United Nations is all those 70 nations coming against. And they're, they're the foundation. The, you know, everybody's a derivative of these. And they're coming forward at this time as one. It's a United Nations, the whole UN. Even that little boy, Nathan, the 15-year-old that went to, was taken up to heaven and saw that, he comes back and he says, all the UN. And then he says, the 70 nations. He's really talking one and the same. All the United Nations are the same 70 nations that the Lord would speak of because he's framed them at the time of Noah in that day in Genesis 10. It's the same nations today. We're just parts of that. That's why he says the United Nations and he says the 70 nations saying the same words, united. And he didn't want them to be united. He wanted to do their part. That's why we have a Tower of Babel situation. They're trying to bring their own words now and make their own uh, kingdoms. And they're denying what God says at this time. They are not to have power and authority, and their dominion has been taken away from them, their right to dominion. But they're trying to claim it and trying to do a whole one-world government, and they will fail because God is going to destroy them. But if we don't set ourselves apart from them, if we complacently go ahead with them, then the troubles are going to come upon us as well. I thank you for your time. Lord, please help the people to understand.